You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Future of radio. The future. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. Sarah, much like staircase snacks <laughs> that you find left there by somebody this who's trying to lure you into snack. a room. This isn't a staircase snack. This is this is one of my snacks. I also feel that you drinking coffee that's been left over on the table for at least a day, at least 24 hours, probably a lot more than that. No. Not such a good idea. This was from yesterday. And I mean, coffee, if you think about it, it's only made of like beans and water. So, I mean, why wouldn't I be able to drink my coffee? Have you ever looked at a coffee filter? I am desperate for coffee right now, and this is my only option. Are you saying I can't drink that? Go ahead and drink it, actually. Go ahead. Go ahead and drink it. Is it going to make me deathly ill? This is Fun Mm. Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. For you guys listening live, apologies for the late delay to to starting it here today. But um, we'll talk about what Sarah and I were doing, but we appreciate you guys tuning in here. It's about 4 p.m. Pacific time on September 17th right here in Portland, Oregon. Mm -hmm. And um, before we go too much further, Sarah... Just about 24 hours from now, yes. we're going to be getting ready for oh the Fun Oh my gosh, radio. no, I'll be getting ready. i got to get all dolled up. For the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase. Yay, I'm so excited. So it is happening Wednesday, September 18th at uh, Doors. will be at 7 p.m. We'll be before there having some drinks right at the Secret Society, one of our wonderful sponsors at 116 Northeast Russell. You can pick up your tickets now ahead of time at funemploymentradio.com. There's a link right there. Pick up the ticket. It's uh, going to be an awesome show. We've got four amazing comedians. You've heard two of them on the show so far. Mm. Uh, Todd Armstrong and Randy Mendez. Tomorrow on the show, we're going to be joined by by a double dose. By a double dose of Barbara Holm and Sean Jordan. Indeed. Both joining us tomorrow. Indeed. uh, And then, oh my gosh, then you're right. Then like 27 hours from now, the doors will open and in 28, the show will begin. Yes. That's pretty uh, cool. We so hope that everybody can come out and hang out with this. You know, we understand if if you're out of town, you can't make it here. If you're in Portland... You need to come down there because even if you have to work the next day, the show starts at eight. It's done by nine thirty. So if you if that's all you want to do is come come and hang out for the show, that's fantastic. If you want to hang around afterwards, we'll be there having a couple of drinks mm-hmm. after the show. But um, yes, would love love to uh, see as many people as possible out there. It, it, it's you won't regret it. It's, yeah, it's going to be a lot. It's of fun. A, and it's a really cool space. And just like if you've never seen it before, you are in for a treat. It's really yeah, cool. It is really really cool. And we are looking forward to talking to you tomorrow. So anyway, that's uh, that's coming up, and we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that. All right. Well, uh, people are later. suggesting the chat. Jen's in the chat and saying, at least put it in the microwave, then it will kill anything growing in it. Yeah, that will to it's a point. It's only been a day. No. All right. Well, let me ask you this. So there's a, still like a full pot of there's like half a pot of coffee in the other room. Can I keep refilling my cup and then reheating it? I don't know if that's a good idea, though. I mean, things will start growing. Yeah, but it's still... Yes, I know. You maybe if it was like three or four hours, or if it had been refrigerated or something like that. Smells fine. Then, then go ahead and drink it. Weird. Well, you're going to think that no matter what, because you convince yourself everything smells weird. But yeah. it probably does smell weird because it's slowly growing things. Then again, you do eat things that have been in your kitchen. You're probably a little bit more immune than most people. You've you've probably got a little bit of a built. You know up. what? I'm going to drink it. You're just going to drink it right now. I am so. Th- right. I need coffee. Here's what's happening. This is coffee that's been sitting out for over 24 hours on this table, and it has not been refrigerated. It has been in the studio, intermittently warm and cold, warm and cold. It's a little cool right now. Sarah is going to drink this right now. Yep. Oh, my gosh. I feel like I'm on some... I feel like this is like morning playhouse type of... Oh, it's delicious. Type bits. Oh, that is so gross. That's so old. Mm. That has not been refrigerated. I just went I just went back for a second. So maybe I'm just going to finish this whole thing. All right. Chug it. I want to see you chug it. 
Uh, you know what, Greg? I'm getting sweet, sweet caffeine, and you're not. Oh, that's so... I might even go refill it from the coffee pot in the other room. All right, fine. Drink the entire Because I know that pot. Aaron just cleaned, the, just cleaned out the coffee pot. Okay, I want to see you, very much, I want to see you drink the entire thing. Oh, I will. The entire pot of you cold have, coffee. Yeah. There's your challenge. Start chug-a-lugging. Oh. Yeah, it's not bad. It's like it's like almost it almost tastes like iced coffee because it's been a little cooler in here. Well, luckily by the time the spores start attaching to the inside of your stomach, I'll be out of here before that. So that I guess I won't have to worry. Yeah. About so it let me just much. let me just say for the record, this is just black coffee. It's just black coffee and water. I always it's an old radio thing I have. I don't know why I do it. I fill my cup half with water and half with coffee. Well, that's so it cools down fast enough so you can exactly drink. so I can chug it, chug it, chug it. Yeah. So now, yes, chug a lug, Dylan. Hmm. No, I don't like that nickname. <laughs> Maybe we can get you to chug old coffee on stage tomorrow. Oh yeah, that would just showcase. be that would be so desirable. Are for you nervous to about see. this? Just real quick, one more thing to ask about this. So, you are going to have to be up there on stage with me. What if I? What if I freeze up? Because I know you have a fear of being on stage in front of people. You have a fear of talking into a mic in front of like an audience, and that's what I do. I'm perfectly fine with it. But what if? What if I just freeze up? And just stand there. Well, then that's your problem. Then we'll both just be standing there like idiots because I'm not saying you wouldn't, shit. You wouldn't pick it up? Nope. So if I stumble, that's it. That's yeah. it. There's nothing. You're not, no, you're not there to stumble. Wow. Failure is not an option. Wow. See, but what, what if I just hand the microphone to you? Mm, then I would just not take it from so you. So basically you're saying I have free reign to say whatever I want on that microphone up there and you're not going to do anything to stop me. You won't. You won't say anything. You won't retort. I can make up whatever I want on stage oh, in front stop of it. all the people there. And there's nothing you would do about it. No, I'm just trying to clarify. So I'm sure I, so I know what my parameters are, which it sounds like I have no parameters. I can just say whatever I want. This is awesome. All right. No, I'm, fuck I that. Free, I'm going to say something then tomorrow. I get an entire audience to say whatever I want, however long I want. And it can no, be, you it don't, can be because they're not, not however to long see I know. You. They're not there to see me. But in my little spiel, I could say whatever I want. Oh, man. You are not going to be a dick. <laughs> Ducky is in the chat Says hell We wish you would freeze up sometimes That Never gonna happen Never gonna happen I always got something to say Now Tuggy Are you gonna be there tomorrow I wanna know this I'm Yes chat. I believe he will be Okay I good I believe he will be there, Good there will Hey be ladies a- Yes ladies Ladies why do, we, why do we always have to advertise ladies for Tuggy? Why can't we advertise ladies for Because you're for over me? there like plotting my demo, like my embarrassment I know You're not really wooing the ladies With how like kind you are to people But I am kind You're kind I'm kind by but you saying confident. like what you want to say to me to make me uncomfortable and upset on the stage tomorrow? I'm not saying I'm going to make some make you uncomfortable. I'm just saying I have the ability to if I wanted to, and I, now I know there would be no repercussions up on the stage because you wouldn't take it and and you know reply back to anything that I said. So I'm just saying, I, maybe I'm maybe I I'm going to make a bunch of statements about you myself. You know what? When when shit hits the fan, that's when I'm my best. So if you are like. Trying to be mean to me about something That is when the spikes come out When this little When my little hedgehog body Becomes all full of quills I will just stab the shit out of you With those quills Kitty likes to scratch So Alright Oh my god <laughs> Sorry I had to do a joke reference uh, So So there we go I guess that's another thing To see what happens What happens when we're on stage With that While Sarah is growing things in her. I don't want that to be a selling point That I have stage fright <laughs> That's not I'll just stand up there like Hi But it I is I do want to say something I will you say something like this time headlights. Because I didn't say anything last time Okay So you are going to say something say? Sarah will speak Hey guys Why don't you pick out my first words And I'll give you a full credit <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> can we do something if somebody donates like 50 bucks then they can write we're not gonna have, have to people say. pay to have me say something oh man no. 
What if somebody donated there, money, though? There are going to be people there who are fans of the comedians, and then there'll be people who are fans of Fun Employment Radio and people who are friends of friends. If I go up there and say something weird, like, I don't know how many people, like, the percentage of people that price? will get it. What's your price? Hmm. 50 bucks. 50 what, bucks, you you'll say whatever. 50 bucks? 50 bucks, you'll say whatever the person donates uh, wants you to. Oh, this could be fantastic. Oh, no. That would, I don't think, no. Particularly if I'm afraid to speak in public, this is not the way that I want this night to go. No. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm going to wear yet. I'm afraid I'm going to trip when I'm walking up the stairs and I'm standing there and I'm profusely sweating as the lights are on us as we're talking oh, about it. Oh, you'll be thing. sweating a lot. I'll be sweating. Yeah, you will be sweating. I, just, I can just launch into my uh, speech like I did with Kebu, so it won't be okay. Yeah, exactly. Go. Why don't you just give your exact Kebu speech? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to convince this audience that the internet is viable. Um, so, so that is. Oh, uh, God. That Pat is just saying people see. write one liners and put them in a hat and just to pull out one to read. Oh. No. And Professor Plum in the chat, aka Edward S. And Greg wonders why he's single. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, sir. <laughs> it's really quite the puzzle. That's a charming. Have you ever noticed that I never ask Greg why he's single? Because <laughs> it's pretty clear from over on this side of the table. Yeah, but you had to pretend to be my girlfriend today. I did. <laughs> that was that was an odd day. All right, so we had a bunch of stuff we want to get to today. Let's let's talk about why we, the show was airing a little bit late. So um, I'll say this: we can't say what it was for. I got to sign, sign. I look. You stop. You always say this. I got to sign my first non-disclosure agreement. It was awesome. Was it exciting? It was so exciting. And then I had to take my picture, but they take your picture, but they write your name on a whiteboard, and then you have to hold the whiteboard up in front of you, and then that they take a, your picture. That was a slate. That was a slate? Yes. And I had to write, put my name on a slate, and then I stand there, and they're like, are you Sarah? I'm like, yes. And then they take my picture, and they take it from different angles, and they take like your headshot, and then they take a full body shot, and then they know exactly who you are because your name is on the slate. It's true. So Sarah and I were part of a photo shoot today that we, uh, we participated in. So um, I can say this much. We'll, we'll just say what we can. And it was that it was uh, Sarah and myself. So my agent asked uh, asked if I could I, if I could bring two other people for this thing. Two other two other beings. Two other beings. Yes. One being a woman to play my girlfriend, and the other one being a dog. So I knew where to get both. And so Sarah today, actually for this photo shoot, played my girlfriend. I played Nib's girlfriend. You did. I you did. did. And not only did I play Nib's girlfriend, but we also had a pet dog together. We did indeed. So we used my roommate's dog, Leo, which if you've never... Maybe we can post a picture of Leo somewhere. We posted oh. some on the Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, we'll post one here in the chat. Leo is amazing. He is Leo pretty much the, one of the coolest dogs ever. Leo the dog is awesome. So I've talked about him before. He's a little dog. He's a mutt. He looks like he's got some, some dachshund, maybe some cocker spaniel, maybe a little... Who knows? He's just a hodgepodge of different things. He is. But he is the nicest tempered dog ever and he's smart uh, i posted someone on my facebook <gasps> okay May, maybe try to snag those okay ones. um and he is he is amazing and so he was he part is pretty of much one of the cutest dogs i have ever seen in my entire oh, life oh he was the star i mean there's walter which of course walter Walter's is always amazing. gonna be number one but uh but leo pretty incredible and let's just say leo is a chick magnet he is leo's a, a, so he's my roommate chris's dog Dude, he needs to be... I'm going to have a talk with him, too, about this. He needs to be out there, although he probably knows, but he needs to be out there with Leo more often because every woman on that set came up to go pet Leo. Everyone. They were squealing. Everyone. Seriously, dude, Leo is, like, the the greatest greatest pickup line ever. 
Here, wait. I just found his picture. Let me put okay, it. Okay, we'll post something. There, there he is. There's Leo. Look at that face. Look at that fucking face. So he's super well-minded. He knows tricks. He can hang out. He's he's awesome. And uh, yeah, he was he was pretty much the star. <laughs> we, Sarah and I were very much second. We were. It was kind of yes. great. It takes all the pressure off because nobody gave two. Nobody gave a crap about us. Like no. we're just there. We're just human companions to the cutest dog in the nobody world. Nobody cared about any of the other actors because there's the main people that were on there too. There were there were a couple of different shoots going on. All anyone cared about really was Leo. It was oh. just oh oh look at this little guy oh look at him oh he's so cute. What's his oh, name? Like nobody's asking like our names. They're just like what's no. his name again? Yeah, no, what's nobody his name? cares about. And us. like we'd be walking by and like no no speaking to us whatsoever. It was just like Leo. Yeah. yeah, and it's not even like anybody there was was not nice. They were all nice, but I'm sorry when you see the little dog in the field of vision. That's what that's what takes yeah. over. The, everything else, nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. So yes, Leo was was a superstar today. All right, well, so, uh, someone said, uh, isn't it said never act with children or animals? Uh, oh, well, yeah, probably, yeah, because they get all the attention. Yeah. Yeah, they will, get, they will steal the scene and get all the attention. They'd steal. It's true. In this thing, it'll be, the focus will be entirely on Leo. I'm, I just know it. And when it does That's come A-okay. out, when it does come out um, uh, you know, we'll make sure and let everybody know. You know. At that point, we'll be able to tell you. Mm-hmm. So Gosh, Greg, look, I just, I set my mind to something. I decided to become an actor. Oh, my God. And this is, I've had two gigs in, let's see, four days. That, it took you that long to count that yeah. out? Yeah. It takes that some out, time. Get out the fingers. Hey, I didn't say, I wasn't counting on how long it took me to be a mathematician. <laughs> I was counting on how long, it's how successful I've become as an actor. How successful you've become as an actor. It's true. I'm going to take another sip of my coffee. Mmm. I can feel the caffeine like pulsing through my through my veins. You know that check probably comes through me actually. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe we'll temper a little bit of uh, maybe there's a little bit of a cut that comes. Uh, you dick! <laughs> you should have cleared that before you asked me to be your stand-in girlfriend and with a fake dog. Patch from Cincinnati says, "If you can act as Greg's girlfriend, you can do anything." Wow. <laughs> I have conquered the role of my lifetime. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we, it was uh, it was fun. It was a little odd. Being it was on really cool. Like this on a, on a job. I mean, these are things that I normally do. Sarah's not there, and it was kind of odd having Sarah there. Like, yeah, you uh, kept saying that. I'm like, all right, stop being a dick. I wasn't. I wasn't being a jerk. He's I was got, just, like, like, no, he, he got into this weird. Like, you know how I'm always kind of joking about how Greg is like, uh-huh, I'm an actor. <laughs> he does get like that. Well, because he's all professional, and I'm not used to him. Like, we're professional in one way, and Greg, like when he's out, like acting, is professional in a different way. There's a way you carry yourself on your set. Yeah, and so, but, but the way you carry yourself is like all every man for himself. I'm not gonna like be nice to you or talk to you. Like Greg wouldn't even talk to me, so I ended up hanging out with Leo. I I talk. To you, oh, I did spoke you? with you, but I also know how to carry myself on that thing, and I do how it a to carry way. yourself. You do it a certain way. You do it a certain way. I've, uh, you know, that's how I how I get asked back. I know what I'm doing. I'm a I'm a professional. This is what you're going with. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I'm just saying. No, you did great. I'm not saying you didn't do good. I'm just saying it was an odd experience having you on there at the same time. That was kind of weird. Like, what, what are you doing? What are you doing here? Yeah, you did look weird. Yeah. And then that was weirding me out because I'm like, why is it weird? Or did you work with like acty people all the time? And mm-hmm. I, I, I do, am a but fellow, they're not you. I am a fellow actor. Oh my gosh! So I mean, I don't understand what would be so different about that. You did great. Is it just? Are you? Are you just afraid that like I'm kind of an up and comer? <laughs> well, you're just like a <laughs> seat. Well, well, you're, you're a veteran because there's so market. many roles that I want. Your named face for. has been far too far too overexposed, and now they're looking for some fresh blood. You're afraid yes. that I'm just creeping in. I mean, look, we did get booked for the same gig. Who's to say next time they might just want the girl? 
Well, I'm not competing for a role for a female, so no, I'm not threatened by you. Uh, that is not uh, that is not something I have to worry about. Okay. Otherwise, you're going to turn into that that girl who's on the lottery shoot. But anyway, oh um, yeah. So it was it was a lot of fun though. Uh, it was it was fun to go do that stuff, and that's why we're a little bit late today. And when it does come out, we will certainly let you guys know. Absolutely. Yes. And to clarify, the boyfriend girlfriend thing meant nothing nothing untowards. It was, yes, it was just sitting on a start, bench yeah, together. Sitting on a bench together. So. Yeah, there was no, there was no. No, no, no. It was not that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So there we go. Nipples for the win says uh, Greg being professional a different way is code for being a dick. Jeez. <laughs> I don't know. That's how it is. Like just because I. Because <laughs> you're professional. Just because I'm professional. <laughs> Greg uh, was such a bully. Uh, and that sound was disturbing. No more of that disturbing. All right. Also, so. we do want to give a big shout out. So uh, before today was yesterday. And yesterday evening, we actually got to be, because we interview a lot of people here on the show. Yes. And we don't actually get to be guests too often. No. So it's always exciting when we get the chance. And so uh, these two lovely gentlemen who live in town, Brock and Aaron, host a podcast that's called the Sprocket Podcast. Yes. And they had heard about our partnership with the Bike Gallery over the summer about our bike challenge, which I handily won. And they wanted to talk to us about Fun Employment Radio as a whole, about bicycling, just about being in Portland and everything. And uh, two super great guys. It yeah. It was a really fun time. It really was. It was really cool. And um, and the, I believe the show is even up that we were it on. It is up. I, I'm sorry, Sarah, can you give me the website? Yep, it Sarah, is. I'm going to put it in the thing right now. So it's uh, thepodcasthost.com slash the, spro- the Sprocket Podcast. Sprocket Podcast. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. And we'll, we'll post a link to that, too. And they're on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash the, the Sprocket Podcast. And, um, yeah, it was really cool. It was yeah. very nice to come and talk to them. They're very good at what they do. Actually, their show is very... Uh, very nice, very professional. Yeah, well produced. Um, good yeah, questions. Well-produced. It was great. Yeah, they were they were really good. So definitely give that one a listen and um, you know check out some of their other stuff. That was that was cool to come over. It was. Yeah, we we like being asked to be on things. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. So uh, so yeah. Thanks. Thanks. What you're saying is we like to talk about ourselves. We like to talk about ourselves. That's okay. <laughs> this is true. Well, you know, I mean, there's no hiding that at this point. We've no, done, we've I done mean, 942 no episodes. I believe people know that. Yes, it's true. Yes. It's gonna be the big nine four three. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, what did you want to do? Do you have ball talk? Do you want me to do world of crazy? What do you want? Which one do you want to do first? I do have some ball talk. All I right. would like to speak of. If All right. You, if fine. You, you always just so want mind. to go first these days. All well, right. Well, yeah. Especially now. Now that I know you're trying to steal my thunder. Yes. Now you know I'm trying to I'm trying to creep up into into the Greg area. Since you're calling yourself an up and comer. <laughs> I am an up and comer. I'm not all I'm not all washed out. I haven't well, you know then. been all around town. Welcome to the game. <laughs> I know how to play the game. Okay. No, I don't play that game. You know how to play the game? (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. (laughs) Balls. All right. First up in ball talk. Had to pull it up. Uh, We have this. So if you are a New York Mets fan, if you live in New York right now and you listen to New York Mets radio uh, very soon... Like this evening, you're going to be able to listen to the radio broadcast, which will include special broadcast announcer for the Mets today, Jerry Seinfeld. Oh! Jerry Seinfeld is broadcasting the Mets game. He's he's the one doing the talking along with the two regular hosts. Interesting. But he's there for the entire game, along with Keith Hernandez, which if you're a Seinfeld fan, <gasps> you know. That's amazing. You know the combo of those two guys, hey, which is, which is I'm awesome. I'm Keith Hernandez. Keith Hernandez. What is it? The mustache? Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, so Jerry Seinfeld broadcasting live. I would love to hear him call a game. Oh yeah, 
I, mean, I would actually that would make baseball more interesting. It it would. <laughs> yeah. It would make baseball more. <laughs> I'm interesting. sorry. Did I say more? I meant interesting. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much what you did. So there we go, Jerry Jerry Seinfeld on New York Mets Radio. Moving on to ball talk. Before I go to sad things, here's an inspirational. There's sad thing. things. Well, not sad things, but you know, I don't talk about. Ball talk always focuses on the uh, you know idiots and um, sure things like that on the There's, comings and goings and the, yeah. the and the hip hop happenings. Oh, don't ever say that. Don't I'm really liking my day old coffee. I'm feeling like it's just going straight to my head. <sighs> wow, it's like it's like super caffeine. It's been missed because it's been soaking for a it's while. It's all the things that are growing in you right now. Mm-hmm. They're slowly working through their bloodstream into into your brain. Um, so, do you remember this during the uh, during the final four during the the March Madness, the insanity of the month before April. Oh yes, I remember the NCAA that time basketball tournament. There was something that happened was, which was quite frankly horrific. Okay. It was the player for Louisville who just jumped up on the sidelines, just a normal play, fell down, and his leg just in a freak accident. Oh yeah, I remember this. I remember this. I remember this. You don't don't if even look anyone, up the video. If you've never you, seen the video. Don't everybody. Yeah. We this is a circle of trust in the chat. Do not. Do not post that. Don't post it. It's, Don't. it's horrific what happened to his leg. But here is the thing. Like, throughout this entire entire situation, the guy was actually on Twitter, like, the next day saying, hey, thanks, everybody, for the support. I'm going to get better. And he's had an amazingly positive attitude throughout this entire thing. And now he is actually back to practice. He's able to – I mean, he's not – it'll be a while before he can play – but he's still um, still able. He was able to dunk in practice. Wow! He's able to run up and good down the court. Him. So, and that's within six months of that happening. And that's awesome. That is a he's a good good dude. And um, you know, and it's nice that he's been able to come. That's back to play awesome. That. I know he has. I had just think such, it's cool. It's an inspiring story. Yeah, and he has had such a good attitude about it, particularly oh, yeah. since everyone like who has seen it wants to vomit on themselves. Oh, it's it's horrific. <laughs> the injury, but uh, this kid back at practice and um, awesome dude. So. Kevin Ware. Good to see you back. All right, moving on. I, I have to bring this up because it's all over these stories. This is someone who is kind of on the downfall of their career. I'm not really sure what to say about it, but Lamar Odom. Oh, I thought you were going to say Jose Canseco. That's too, that no, just Jose makes Canseco's me sad not. about well, Lamar Odom. Here's the thing. This is the story, and believe it or not, this was on a bunch of sports sites, so I figured I would report it. Chloe uh, Kardashian does not want to file for divorce um, against Lamar Odom. So Lamar Odom, for anyone who doesn't know, Basketball player. He's a free agent right now. Used to be really good. He was a sixth man of the year at one point. And uh, now, allegedly, on a little bit of a drug kick and in and out of rehab type thing. Not not doing so well. He's the one that was married to Khloe Kardashian, or is married to Khloe Kardashian. Khloe Kardashian is, uh, doesn't want to divorce him, but she is now being forced to file for it by her mom. Her mom has uh, somehow forced Khloe Kardashian to go to a divorce lawyer and uh, file for divorce. Wait, how did she force her to do that? I don't know, because she's crazy. Yeah. The mom on that show is nuts. So that is what's going on. They're, they apparently are planning to file for divorce. I just, I just, I don't like that whole, like, I mean, I, I don't feel above anybody else, but I'd never watch that Kardashian franchise shit, and I feel like my soul is cleaner a little bit for it. Yeah. I hate all that stuff. I feel like they destroy everything in their path. It's just, yes. that family's just bad. They do. It's bad. Like, they, they're just bad people. I don't yeah. like it. And Lamar Odom seemed like a very nice guy. I'm sorry that he had a drug problem, but he always seemed no, genuinely Lamar Odom, nice. And- Lamar Odom, it does. I mean, I, I've always liked Lamar Odom. And, I mean, he's not the brightest. He did marry a Kardashian. Yeah. So I will give him that. But that doesn't mean he deserves any kind of extra punishment. And if he needs help, then, you know, he needs help. Mm-hmm. Get him help. But instead, no, they're focusing on making sure that Chloe is untainted by his problems that he's having. Yes, except for so Kim Kardashian can be peed on by... 
Ray J or whatever, and like or Reggie Jackson. Or no, what? it was no. It was <laughs> Kim Kardashian was peed on by Ray Reggie J. Bush. No, Reggie, Reggie Bu- Bush. Kim Kardashian did date Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush is an NFL player, plays for the Detroit Lions. My opinion, best football player in, in college of all time. Reggie Bush dated her. There is no proof that Reggie Bush peed on Kim Kardashian. The no video, video you're referring proof. to is Ray J. Ray J. Brandy's little brother, the Brandy's singer. Lo- was that, th- that was the one that was shipping Whitney Houston before she, yes. she done died. Yes. Ray okay. J. peed on Kim Kardashian in a video. And that's what that's how Kim Okay, no, no, John's happens. clearing it up. He said that, no, 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 Reggie Bush peed on Ray J. Reggie Bush did not pee on Ray J, to any of my knowledge. That you would can't be, say, like, 100% either way. I guess I can't Don't say 100%. Like, yeah, you can't guarantee 100% just like I, that, Ray, that Ray J has not peed on Reggie Bush. That's true. It's just like 100% I cannot guarantee... That when I was living with Keelan, that Keelan didn't poop in the backyard. Yes, I you know I, I mean can't you can guarantee. make a safe a safe assumption that he, he probably most likely didn't. I don't think he did, but I guess at a hundred percent proof, no, I don't have that. I don't have proof. I don't have proof. That That's he didn't true. Poop you don't have the, the proof needed to like completely discount it. No. So I guess I'll give you that. But no, it was Ray J that peed on uh, that peed on Kim Kardashian. Okay. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Botak. <laughs> There's Keelan. Get ready for a. Plethora of basketball and f- college football players with the same name. So you got to think about this, and I want you to see if you can guess what what this name is. So there, it's a whole bunch of, of players that were named after someone. So look at the players coming into college right now are going to be about eighteen years old. So think back years eighteen old. years ago. 18. Who was very very popular eighteen years ago? Well, I'm trying to think. With All a right, unique so name. 2013. So that would be 2003 minus eight. That'd be 1995. Who would be? Who would have been one of the most popular athletes in the country? Shaq. Shaq. No way. That is it. There yeah. are more and more kids coming into the uh, coming into college football and basketball, all with the name Shaquille. So uh, there was a apparently in let's see here in nineteen ninety uh, let's see nineteen ninety one. Shaquille was the 720th most popular name in America. It peaked, though, in 1993 at the 181st most popular name. Okay. To name babies was Shaquille. So now those kids are in college. And so they are, uh, there are several different ones. They're keeping track of all the Shaqs that have joined, <laughs> basically by parents. You can tell who, they're, who, who their parents were fans of yeah. in the early 90s. And there are 13 freshman Shaquilles on rosters for the 2013 season. <laughs> and there were there were six who debuted last year. So six more. Um, okay, yes. There were six that debuted yeah, last year. So then now there's 19 Shaqs. Wow. So that was a really sports. popular year. Yes. Very, very popular to name your kid Shaquille. So get ready for a whole bunch of more Shaquilles. Uh, moving on to Baltoc. Got two more things here. One, the next thing is, is going to be a lesson in radio that you need to learn if, you, if you're if you not in radio. But this one has to do with this. So the Super Bowl tickets have gone on sale. And this year, the NFL is doing something to try to combat the scalping. Actually, not really to try to combat the scalping. Okay. But you know, like, Super Bowl tickets on the scalping market are tremendous prices. Oh, yeah. Thousands of dollars. Well, the NFL saw that and thought, well, wait a minute. If that's how much they're selling for, why don't we just jack our prices up? So now they have doubled the price of tickets to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> so for the best seats, it's and these will still go for 
triple, quadruple that on the scalping market. But the, for the best seats, it's twenty six hundred dollars. Wait, so they, so they're just further screwing people? Yes, by saying like, hey, you're getting them for double the price on the streets. Why don't we just make it the illegal street price? Yes. What dicks? Twenty six hundred bucks for the best seats in the house. The cheap, uh, cheaper seats are fifteen hundred. To go to the Super Bowl, which means nobody, no normal person who's a fan will ever really get to go unless they win tickets somehow. I mean, that's the problem with this thing. It's corporations get the tickets, and then, then like, like they use an example here, like Verizon gets a whole bunch of tickets because they're a corporate sponsor, but then they give them to their super rich guys, and the super rich guys, like, they don't even want to go. The big game so tickets, you mean? So the big game tickets. Uh-huh. And so then the, they'll sell their big game tickets for, you know, quadruple what the face value is just for pocket money that they probably throw into their fire and start a fire with. Oh, my God. Because they're that rich. That's disgusting. So basically, the little guy gets screwed, and that is what it's going to be. So there we go. The tickets are more if you were planning on going to the Super Bowl. And by the way, if you were planning on going to the Super Bowl and paying for one of those tickets, why not just donate a little bit here to Fun Employment Radio? Go to funemploymentradio.com, and you can click that Donate button and donate right away because it helps out a lot. It'll make you feel so good. It'll make you feel amazing. So good. So, so good. So good. And finally in Baltimore. Craig, I'm starting to come up with some, like, uh, all right. I had an idea. Let's talk about Donate after the show because I just came up with a good idea. Okay. Okay. All right. Fantastic. All right. This is something that I need to play. It's a it's about a minute long, but it's an audio piece of audio that has come out. And it has to do with the uh, University of Nebraska head football coach, Bo Pelini. Now, allegedly, this was recorded in after a 2011 game. So it's two-year-old audio that's coming out. Bo Pelini is rumored to be an asshole. That's that's what generally it's known. Maybe Bo Pelini kind of sounds like he's a an head asshole. football coach. Yeah, everything I see about it, he's not a very well liked guy. Okay. but at the same time, he's a head football coach, and that's how those guys are. That's just generally if you're a head football coach, you're probably not the nicest dude in the world. Um, now this happened after a game on October eighth, two thousand eleven, where he was in a radio station as part of the Husker Sports Network, which is the Corn Huskers, mm. Husker Sports Network, and it was just before they went on air to do the interview that he does every post-game. But was before they were on air, however, someone in there had turned on the mics and was recording. No, the mic's always hot. If it's on you, your mic is always hot. Exactly. This is the lesson. Always assume the mic is on. Mm -hmm. Always assume that. Now, they weren't broadcasting, but somebody was recording. I have some very awkward audio of Ron Jeremy that I do have somewhere, but... Oh, God, I thought you were talking about on this story. I'm like, wait, where's Ron Jeremy? No, no, no. This is a separate thing. When I was in radio. Yeah, with him and the girl. I remember that. Prepping the mics. And yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's some uh, very awkward audio. Very awkward story. All right. So, but this is not my story. This is Bo Pelini's story. So I'm going to go ahead and play this. Now, it's a little bit hard to hear, but I'm going to play part of it and see if you can hear what he's saying. So he's making comments about, about a reporter first. Then he's making comments about the fans themselves. Okay. So... Oops. I just hit myself in the face. You really did. I totally did that. All right, let's try that one more time. Were you out there? Is that law the death? No, you're right. You're okay. You're all right. He came in late, too, and we already had a question. He pushed his way right up there. He had his question. I'm not dealing with that guy. It's a piece of shit. The whole world here, like Tom Chattel, fuck him too. Fuck him. That's what I'm going to tell him. He tried, he wants to walk out after my press conference. I'm going to say, get the fuck away from me. I'm done with you, motherfucker. 
They won't ever take anything yeah. that's up front. They think they have to be. You know what? Just I, I, I took everything in my power and I say, fuck you, fans. Fuck all you. Fuck them. We had students who didn't come back to the second half. But that upper corner was open. There were a lot of people that, that they did come back though. I mean, despite the rain. Yeah. It wasn't. Our crowd, what a bunch of fucking fair weather fucking. They come up and kiss my ass on the way out the fucking door. Because the day is fucking coming now. We'll see what they can do when I'm fucking gone. Okay, so there we go. I'll, I'll translate what some of that was. So he was talking about a reporter that he does not like. Okay. And he said, fuck him too, fuck him. That's what I'm going to tell him. He wants to walk out after my pre- press conference. I'm going to say, get the fuck away from me. I'm done with you, motherfucker. By the way, there's a lot of fucks in this if you have your audio on. Um, and <laughs> I think they've already realized that, hopefully. <laughs> By the way, this is not safe for work. So the... <laughs> Then he refers to the Cornhuskers fans and says, It took everything in my power not to say, Fuck you, fans. Fuck all of you. Fuck them. Our crowd, what a bunch of fair, fucking fair weather fucking. They can all kiss my ass out the fucking door because the day is fucking coming now. We'll see what they can do. And I'm fucking gone. I'm so fucking pissed off. So this is what he did. He uh, ripped on uh, the entire fan base of the Huskers. You know, to some extent, yes, he, if he was just talking in a closed coaching room, that's his own right to say that. But if you're in a radio station, dude, yeah, don't rip on the fan base no. when you're in the radio station, even if you don't think it's being broadcast. So that's Bo Pelini. Wow, Bo, way to go. Bo Pelini. Uh, now, he has since said that he's, he's since apologized because the audio came out. That's the only reason that he's apologizing. Oh, of course. Uh, I apologize if I offended anyone um, and a bunch of stuff like that. It's like, dude, you should just own it and just say, nope, I was pissed off at the fans at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just gone with it. And just, but, yeah, just mark that. It's been, yeah, well, I was mad. But nonetheless, Bo Pelini apologizing for telling the fans that they can all fuck off. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right. So you had an idea. Yes. No, no, no. But it was for after. It was for after the show. I have ball. I I have a world of crazy. Oh, after the show. Yes. No, I just had an idea. I don't feel like I should like just be throwing out all of my glorious ideas all at once. Well, was the idea that if someone's going to buy something from Amazon, they can go to funemploymentradio.com first? Okay. Tell me more. Okay. Well, yeah. So if you're going to buy anything from Amazon.com, all you have to do is go to funemploymentradio.com first. That's the first website you go to. And then there's a link right there on the top of the page that takes you right back to Amazon. Wow. And then that's it. And wow. then your job's done. That's okay. all you have to do. All right, that's Just click cool. on the Amazon link on our website that's and your cool. job's done. And uh, then just go buy, buy whatever you want. It's pretty awesome. Greg, that's amazing. That it was is. exactly what I was going to say. It's like your psychic or something. I know. It's Let me take cool. a, another sip of my old coffee. <sighs> How much of that have you drank now? You said you're going to drink the entire pot. Almost all of it. Chug get that. The pot. I will get the pot. No, I want to top off. No, you're going to chug that entire thing. No, you're not going to make me do anything I don't want to do. <laughs> Just bring in the coffee. Send in the coffee. No, it's all right. I can do it. That's no, no, this is the only time, by the way, Greg has ever offered to pour me coffee in my entire life. It's not ew. It's uh, fine. Just here. Pour a little bit in there, spores. will you? Yeah, there are no spores in there. It will be inside you soon. Oh, God. Okay, that's enough. God, you're overdoing it. Chug a lug. Chug the D. <sighs> That's some good stuff right there. Ew. Mm. Hello, my friends. 
My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Story number one. Number and Greg, one. I don't want you to get distracted, so I've already pulled the picture of this person that's involved. So I'm posting for visual aids. No, that sounds wrong. For a visual aid. For journalistic purposes? For journalistic purposes. Does it have purposes. to do with Britney Spears? No. This is a person that you've probably never heard of before. Oh. You might want to pull the door closed because the radio in there is. And this is a story about a woman named Andrea Pellegrini. So there she is in the chat right there. Meet Miss Andrea Pellegrini. Eh, all right. Andrea Pellegrini is a former publicist and attorney for the Insane Clown Posse, ICP. And she has now filed a lawsuit against the rap duo and its hardcore rap company, alleging that her employers regularly sexually harassed her and encouraged her to lie to federal authorities. What the fuck was she thinking working for ICP? I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh because that's obviously that's wrong no matter what situation to do that. But if you're working for ICP, would you not expect that? Yes. Well, she filed her complaint yesterday. Uh, Miss Andrea Pellegrini alleges that when she worked with ICP, there was constant and pervasive harassment while she worked at Psycho. Pathic Records. Has she ever listened to a song that Insane Clown Posse Named put out? in the complaint are employee Dan Dirty Dan Diamond and ICP members Joseph Shaggy Two Dope Utzler and Joseph Violent J. Bruce. Uh, the lawsuit that she's filing includes 86 alleged counts of wrongdoing by the rap group and the label. So uh, Pellegrini cla- uh, claims that Dirty Dan propositioned her more than once and gave her a dildo at work as a gift. These are things I would expect Again, going to an insane clown posse you're office. You're an ICP publicist. Uh, the former ICP publicist says that she was also one of the three female employees who were also presented with vagina tighteners by the management. Pellegrini alleges she was terminated after reporting the harassment to her superiors, who were, in fact, the insane clown posse. I wonder why that went so poorly. Of course, the Insane Clown Posse are infamous for their hardcore lyrics and imagery, along with their subculture of fans known as... I'm just waiting for you to say it. Oh. Juggalos. Whoop, whoop. Why were you not listening? Oh, I, I was you waiting for like, your story. No, I, I said that they're, they're subculture of fans known as... I'm trying not to interrupt. Well, thank you. Uh, Pellegrini says she was often emotionally abused by the members of ICP, even though she was the publicist for ICP, and demeaned by members... Of the record label, who she says regularly regularly didn't call her by her name and just referred to her as bitch. Dude. She's now yes, suing for... Yes, it's wrong, and those guys are fucking idiots. Like, that's what you would expect from them. By the way, I watched... I American Juggalo. Turned, uh, no, I accidentally turned on Cowboy Wrestlers or Amer- Juggalo Wrestlers or something, whatever their cowboy movie is. Oh, it's one of the worst things that's ever. I've been seen created. like five minutes of that, and it is the worst thing I've ever seen. It's so bad. It's so bad. No, it's called like uh, well, I can't even remember what it is. Well, I'm sorry she endured that. That does sound absolutely miserable. Well, it seems like she endured it, seems... it for long enough to be able to put a, put it together. Eighty six complaints. Yeah. That seems to be enduring it for quite some time, little yeah. lady. Before you decide to file your complaint, yeah. Just saying. So she now, she's now suing for wrongful termination and wants damages for emotional distress. Uh, that was that she deems extreme and outrageous. Christy in the chat says now they're going to have a lifetime movie. Do you think they'd ever make a lifetime no, movie that about she's juggalos? Too lame. Oh no, not about juggalos. I thought you meant about this girl who's suing. They wouldn't do that. She's too lame. No, it's too boring of a story. Are you kidding me? How is that a boring? Because story? if she's being held against her will, that's a lifetime story. If she's like knowingly working for them and collecting their paycheck, 
That's a her problem. Okay. That ain't a lifetime story. Okay. Don't talk to me about lifetime, Greg. You know I know this shit. Okay, but Scott is asking if what would the name be if there were one? Uh, what would it be? Uh, oh, I don't know. Here, wait, I'm gonna have to think about it. Okay. All right, and then just make a note: Juggalo lifetime movie. I just need to get through these stories, and then give me like two minutes, and I'll be able to find one. Okay. All right. Next up, so I found this story. Uh, and this is a story about a man who uh, passed away recently, but it's a very interesting story, and I thought it was kind of hilarious. Uh, a man by the name of William Freddie McCullough. Uh, he passed away this past September 11th and was celebrated in an obituary in the Savannah, Georgia Morning News that was a testament to his love of telling tales, not to mention living tales. Uh, the father of six enjoyed uh, cooking ribs, building houses, shooting bobbles, uh, bottles, popping wheelies on his Harley, and of course, most and foremost... He loved the ladies, the obituary claimed. <laughs> In fact, it's his lust for women that's drawing particular attention to his, um, to his obituary. So let me read you a, a bit of this obituary, which this guy sounds awesome. And then I, and also after this, um, hang on, I'll tell you what happens. Okay, so it says, this is his actual obituary. It says, Freddie adored the ladies, and they, in fact, adored him right back. There isn't enough space here to list all of the women from Freddie's past. There isn't enough space in the Bloomingdale uh, phone book. A few of the more colorful ones were Marma Mar- Mama Margie, Crazy Pam, Big Titty Wanda, Spacey Stacy, and Sweet Melissa. Big Titty Wanda? Big Titty Wanda. <laughs> He attracted more women than a shoe sale at Macy's. He got married when he was 18, but it didn't last. However, Freddie was no quitter, so he gave it a shot two more times. It didn't work out with any of the wives, but he managed to stay friends with all of them and their parents. And then it ends with, Freddie was killed when he was, rushed into, when he was rushing into a burning orphanage to save a group of adorable children. Or maybe not. We all know how he likes to tell stories. <laughs> so apparently his entire, like, the, like the, um, on the obituary page on the website is just full of women who are just expressing like their favorite memories of him. Really? Oh, oh yeah. I want to read this. Yeah. Wait, w- so please name him. some of the women again besides uh, Big Titty Wanda. There's Mama Margie, Crazy Ta- uh, Crazy Pam, Big Titty Wanda, Spacey Stacy, and Sweet Melissa. That is awesome. Yeah. That is a wake I want to go to. By the way, I want to meet some ladies. Uh, that's the wake to go to. I'm just saying. Hey there, Big Titty Wanda. Yes, killing has binders full of women. <laughs> <laughs> For the win. All right, next up, I have a story about burritos, Greg. Very well. Okay. Well, Greg, the best way to American's heart is through their stomach, even when... Um, don't you agree? When the it's through their stomach? No. The way to... Um, okay. Uh, even when... The food that is going into their stomach has given them big- horrible bouts of bloody diarrhea. Oh, I was going to say Big Titty Wanda knows the way to my heart, but okay. Frederico's Mexican Food, a restaurant chain, drew fire from the public after its uh, Litchfield, Arizona location caused an E. coli outbreak that gave 74 patrons grossly bloody bouts of diarrhea. Oh, God. But in an expert public relations move, what did Frederico's Mexican Food restaurant decide to do? They decided to hire a cleaning expert and then offer... A free burrito day that's happening today. (laughs) Now, to be fair, the location voluntarily closed after the E. coli outbreak. Uh, Wow, they voluntarily closed because they weren't at all threatened to be shut down by the... Any kind of FDA or health board. But sure. if you are anywhere in the Litchfield, Arizona uh, area today and you're craving some Mexican food that might or might not give you horrible bouts, this is a for wor- verbatim, horrible bouts of bloody diarrhea, head on to Federico's Mexican Food. If you act now, 
You'll have your choice of a breakfast burrito, a green chili burrito, a red chicken burrito, or a bean and cheese burrito. Get them all the hats. Voluntarily closed. I'm sorry. I just can't get over that. That's like a plane crashing and the air- airline being, you know what? We're not going to fly that plane anymore. We're voluntarily not We're voluntarily not anymore. doing it. Out of, I, I pulled this story and then I realized where it was from. Sorry, out of Colombia. Bogota. Wait, where? It's from, it's from Colombia. What, what city in Colombia? Bogota. 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 Out of, out of Colombia. that city. Colombian police say they have arrested a Toronto woman in Colombia who was simulating being pregnant all the while wearing a fake stomach full of cocaine. Colonel Esteban Arias says that 28-year-old Tabitha Lee Ritchie was stopped while trying to board an Air Canada flight in Bogota after an inspector noted that her belly was unusually cold when he patted her down and hard. He then said the police discovered a false belly made of latex taped to her body where they found two kilograms or 4.4 pounds of cocaine. Cho-chain! Uh, police say that Tabitha Ritchie arrived in Colombia on uh, August 6th and she was identified as a social worker. The Canadian embassy did not respond to requests for details. She's a social worker? Yeah. From a, Canada? A Canadian social worker. Who flew down... To where? Where did she fly down to? What airport? To to to, to Colombia. Okay, to Colombia, and I want to know her story. How do you, how do you end up being that person? Because usually, I mean, I'm sorry, the people usually the 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 drug mules and all that stuff. It's generally not somebody from the country of origin, or at least not a social worker from Toronto. That seems odd to me. Yeah. Well, apparently, maybe that's not paying the bill, so she tried to steal, uh, smuggle four point four pounds of cocaine. Now, would that be good enough for a lifetime movie? Mm, no, it depends on if she has an empathetic story. Well, I mean, Toronto to... What would you call that flight? Toronto to... What city do you think that would be? I think I just came up with my Juggalo Lifetime movie name. But okay, I'll save we'll it for come the back end. to it. Okay. All right, anyway, so, uh, yes. No, she doesn't... If there's a story behind it as to why... Like, if she was forced to tape the cocaine to her body, like, if there was... Uh, if, like, maybe her husband was being imprisoned somewhere and she was being, you know, held at gunpoint and, and had to go through security with it. If there was a backstory, like, a good well, one... Well, there's some kind of backstory. One doesn't just walk to the store in Toronto and then end up in... What city was she in again? Bogota. In Colombia, you know, by happenstance, there's something, there's, there's a little more to the story, I think. You don't accidentally fall into a Colombian, being a Colombian drug mill. I don't, I don't think. I wouldn't think so. All right, so I totally is she in have jail in? She is, uh, she is being held. Held Col- where? In Colombia. Stop it, in Colombia. And finally, before I reveal my lifetime movie name, I wonder if anybody could guess it. For the Juggalo story. Yeah. And so, okay, so somebody wrote me this email like a, a while ago about how, like, you say too many stories about penises, but blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, you did get a complaint about that. I did. Mm-hmm. I was very angry. Uh, however, so I've been, you know, like, I, I've seen stories here and there, like, I've been waiting, but this one was just too, too good. It's everywhere. And I feel like I owe it to the people, even if one particular person doesn't like it, or mostly all men who have these things attached to them. Well, we, also, um, we also got a complaint from making fun of Hope Solo's husband. 
What's what? Hope Solo's husband, the guy who repeatedly is aggressive, and then she kept going back to him. The guy who is abusive. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, well, we, we got a complaint about that. It's on our iTunes review. Haven't. Wait, are you kidding? No, no I'm not kidding. Say? What does it say? Uh, I'd have to pull it up. I thought it was. I thought it was pretty pretty surprising. She was very upset. That we very very upset woman. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. By the way, leave leave reviews for us on iTunes and leave some good ones. If you want, yeah. if you have a complaint about us too, or anything we say, send us an email. We'll answer it. Yeah. Finally, an Englishman with only a couple of teeth left in his mouth was found guilty this week of biting, or should we say, gumming, off his neighbor's penis. Uh, Jason what? Martin, forty-one years young, got, and this is a uh, this is across the pond, if you will. This is an Englishman, an Englishman. Uh, Jason Martin, forty-one years young, got into an altercation with thirty-nine-year-old Richard Henderson in the Kent neighborhood after Henderson sent Martin a text message asking him to turn down his stereo because it was too loud. What is this accent? Okay, so yeah, so Henderson sent Martin the text message. Martin did not like this text message. And Martin bit down on Henderson's penis through his pajama bottom so forcefully that it became detached. What? So this... The guy just started putting his head down towards the other dude's crotch and he didn't back away or try to... There is good news, Greg. It was later reattached with stitches. Oh, I mean, I guess you wouldn't expect it, but... Jeez. Henderson in front of magistrates in the Canterbury Crown Court says, My willy was not attached to the rest of my body. I have never experienced that kind of pain to this day, and I don't want to experience it ever again. Now, Martin claims... Now, Martin is the toothless man. Martin claims the allegations against him are purely impossible, telling the magistrate... I only have got a couple teeth in the lower part of my mouth. I can't even bite into a hard-boiled egg. However, Martin does admit he does own dentures, although he says they are only for cosmetic reasons. Martin admitted that he did grab Henderson's bits and bobs with his hand, but said he was acting in self-defense after Henderson punched him, put him in a headlock, and kicked him. Which, hence the headlock. So maybe if you had him in the headlock, then that's why he was down well, into the thing. That like that. But then he would have had to have his chompers in, like he would have had to have his dentures in in order to make a... To make an impact. What, was it attached back? Yes, I told you it was able okay. to be reattached with stitches. And finally, I close with... The name of the Lifetime movie about the insane clown posse uh, publicist. The story of Alan, uh, Andrea Pellegrino... She said, Jugga no. That's your world of crazy. Yeah. All right, that was pretty good. Thank you. That was pretty good. Thank you. I really should be doing something. You really should be doing using your talents for naming lifetime movies. You really need to find a way to utilize that talent. I know. That, that was that was good. Well, I'm super excited for this evening because let me tell you what's going on. So, if you are a lifetime, or a lifetime, a fun employment radio subscriber, if you're a fun employment radio subscriber, this evening, this evening, this evening at this seven. Evening. God damn it, Greg! At seven p.m. September seventeenth, two thousand thirteen, I myself, Aaron Duran, Tristan Mayer, and Jesse Graff will be doing live color commentary. 
and one of the greatest movies ever created. So this is how we're going to do it. We're going to start the movie live. What at, movie? We're going to. Well, I've assumed people knew from the music. Clue! We are going to be watching Clue in its entirety. So, it's a fantastic movie, and right now it's actually available via the Netflix, if you have it or you know somebody who does. So, what we're going to do is we're going to come on the show at 7, everyone is going to sync their movies, and we are going to all watch a movie together while we're doing some running commentary here in the studio and having beers. That is awesome. We are so excited. So wherever you're at, if you're subscribed to the uh, to the network, which is only six ninety nine a month, the first week is free. You can watch Clue, obtain your copy legally, of course, mm-hmm. however you want to, and you guys will sync up when you start it and all that stuff. So yes. everybody's watching that. So everybody same will. Time. So like, even no matter what, like what time you're listening to. The delay, like we'll say one, two, three, start, and like already have your like Netflix or whatever buffered, or if you have it on uh, DVD, you know, have it all ready to go. Or Amazon Prime, as it's being suggested, which yes. you could just go to funemploymentradio.com, oh, yeah. click on the Amazon link, and then rent it from there. Yes, so we'll figure out the exact moment, and uh, yeah, we're gonna play that tonight, and we are all super excited. Awesome! Yeah, so that's, so that's happening this evening. So live on the Fun Employment Radio Network at seven p.m. Which is so great about the network because we get to do stuff like this. Like yeah. I don't think I've ever heard of this. Like Aaron and I have been talking about doing this. This coffee is really kicking in on you, huh? Oh my god, it is the coffee. It's really, really kicking in. What is in. going on? I don't know. All right, so what I need to do every day is now make the coffee the day before. Uh, no, those spores are going to grow in your stomach. Maybe you can chug a pot of day-old coffee on stage tomorrow while I'm talking. We'll see if you, we'll see if we can time it out to where that's my impossible, Greg. Because that's impossible. Because right now I'm chugging day-old coffee because we don't have any coffee, which means that would be today if I'm chugging day-old coffee tomorrow. But since we don't have any, which means it would be two day-old coffee, and I'm not going to do two day-old coffee. But if you want to make coffee at your house and then bring it to the thing, that's really fine. I'll drink it. Perhaps live on stage tomorrow at the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase, Sarah will chug a pot of coffee. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. She said jug a no. Coming up at 7 p.m. right here live on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be live movie commentary about Clue. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Uh, Tomorrow on Fun Employment Radio, we will be joined by not only Sean Jordan, not only Barbara Holm, but also Matt from The Secret Society. It's a big show tomorrow. Oh my goodness, we are having so much shit going on. We have a lot of stuff on the show tomorrow, and then Mm -hmm. hopefully we will see all of you there tomorrow. We would really, would love to see you. Thank you for your support. If you can make it, that'd be awesome. It would be so awesome. This coffee's really crazy. You're kind of weirding me out. I'm I'm weirding myself out. I'm not going to lie. You're making me a little bit nervous because... Usually I'm the one that drinks too much coffee. My foot is like, I didn't even realize it. My foot the entire time is just been like. Drrr. Yeah, I know. You're making the whole floor like shake. Well, pretty soon you're going to be Aaron Tristan in uh, Jesse's issue. So, all right. Thank you everyone for tuning in. You guys are awesome. And that's what I have to say about that. Greg, from one actor to another, I just have oh to tell God. you, I had such a great uh, working experience with you today, and I look forward to uh, more challenges in the future. Yes, that's one of those. Go to iTunes, leave us a review, leave us a five-star one if you'd like to, but it does help out. Go to iTunes, leave Fun Employment Radio a review, and we will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Com. See you guys in a little bit. Hope Solo's boyfriend is an idiot. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.